So welcome to another episode of Conversations with an Investor. For those those of you that have uh, tuned in so far, you'll see some of the co- the topics that I've covered, and uh, the topic that comes up the most, which is uh, been fairly surprising, is is Andrew Tate right? And I guess um, I guess it's a hot topic at the moment because of uh, the controversy surrounding uh, the character that is Andrew Tate. So to hone in on exactly what that means is the piece that most people try to work out is, is his, some of his statements about you know living in the matrix and the banking system and uh, finance as a whole and some of the things that are banded about. He talks about central bank digital currencies, uh, fractional reserve lending and uh, the control piece. And I guess when you're uh, looking at it through an investor's eyes, you generally have the situation where you need to look at is this reality, or is it just a you know a media hype? Because you know the, the the guy's a media personality, and he's looking for topics that will be viral. So is he right? And I guess the answer is it depends. Having looked at what Andrew's Tate, Andrew Tate's point of view is on the majority of the financial side, he's about ninety percent of the way there. And uh, I even messaged him to say, "Hey, look, on the whole, on the piece, you're you're sort of really, really on the money, but there's a few little bits that you haven't quite covered off." So the easiest way to to talk about these things is is through a story, because. Central bank digital currencies and uh, digital banking and the, the whole piece. It's really, really difficult for people to get their head around. And I guess the overall thing is is that what Andrew Tate warns about is the control. So the, the control piece from the documents that's been released from the central bankers is, is that they would like to remove the ability to have a third party. That third party, the the man in the middle is the current banking system. So what they want is people to have a bank account with the central bank rather than your your Lloyds or Santander, Bank of Scotland, uh, NatWest, uh, Bank of America, all these sorts of institutions. They want you to have a direct account with them. And on the face of it, it seems okay. It seems fine. You know, electronic transactions, you're dealing with one uh, body, you know, been around for for many many years what's the issue why is there a problem so let me tell you a story i have a a good friend a fellow investor uh heavily involved in the financial sector uh he was doing a transaction that was uh between um two different countries so he was transferring money and from one currency to another, and he was moving it from one country to to a different country, and he had his entire bank account frozen, and his his not just the transactional amount, but the entire account was was stopped under the guise of it needed further checks and uh, and so on. And what that meant was is that what if let's say that was his own, only account, he couldn't. He couldn't transfer any money out. He couldn't pay anyone. He couldn't, you know, fill up the car. Couldn't buy the shopping uh, until this was resolved. So he asked for the information to see, you know, why have you, why have you queried this? 
and they said, well, it was regulations in terms of conditions. When he queried it further, he says, well, can you point out which regulations that you feel that have been breached? And can, can you provide me the information in your terms and conditions? And that banking institute just went, no, we can't give you any further information until it's resolved. So on one side of it, you've got a, <laughs> you, the, a, a touch of a key. The ability to trans transact was, uh, was shut off. And this is what Andrew Tate speaks about. He speaks about being able to be shut off. And if you look at his uh, recent um, activity, where he spent some time at the pleasure of uh, the Romanian authorities, he, you know, he was property was seized, cars were seized, bank accounts were frozen. So it, it's not something that people never it never happens to them. Look at Andrew Tate happened to him. Now even guys that aren't as controversial as Andrew Tate, like my friend, happened to him. And you might think it's oh, well, it's once in a blue moon. Well, you ever felt you ever been out when you've got a only a card on your bank card and the uh, card declines. You know you've got money in the bank. You know that the card is, is fine, but you, you you could be filling up your car with petrol. You could be buying an item of clothing. You could be out, you know, getting your kids some new shoes, and it just declines. What do you do? You feel helpless, and that's what Andrew Tate tries to bring people attention to. That that helplessness is is becoming more of a a thing because the people that are wanting to promote this new idea of transacting. They have uh, they have some ideas of how they would like you to do it, uh, and I recently was at a, a place in Glasgow, a place called Top Golf. My uh, my son decided that he wanted to go there for his birthday. We went to the Top Golf uh, place, booked it online, and um, you know, great great time, great place, really well set up. Staff were cool, place is cool, games were cool. Had a nice time, ordered some food, some drinks, and uh, yeah, big thumbs up. So as they do, bring you the bill at the end. He says, Look, there's your bill. So opened it up, there's the receipt, counted out the cash, stuck it in the envelope, you know, the the, the wallet, kind of leather wallet that they bring, put it in there. And, um, you know, as we were leaving, the the waitress had come up and says, you know, are you needing the card machine? And I says, you know, no, I've left the cash. She says, you know, we, I'm afraid we don't accept cash. I said, that seems strange. I says, why, why do you not accept cash? She says, it's just policy. I says, well, you know, the whole idea is, is that we have something called legal tender. And legal tender means that we agree to transact using this. And um, I'm afraid that you're, you know, you can't discriminate against one form or the other, even if that's your policy. Your policy can't overrule how we operate in this country. And uh, your policy is doing that. And uh says, you know, I'm happy to speak to your manager. So the manager came along. The manager came along and says, look, we, can you pay by card? I says, why do you not accept cash? He says, well, because you have, uh, you know, that's just a company policy. So I explained again. I says, look, you cannot discriminate against physical pounds against digital pounds. He says, you know, I'm happy to offer my legal tender. I'm happy to pay cash. And, uh, you know, that's company policy. And it might seem fickle that you go, well, just just pay by card. It's like, well, what happens when the people that make your card decide that you can't or cannot spend money? Just like what happened to my friend. What happens when they take 
go to your bank account and shut it down or block it or suspend it or freeze your balance until some crazy regulations checked. And this is what Andrew Tate talks about. So is he right? I think he's very much in the ballpark. So back to Top Golf. You know, the manager was obviously very dissatisfied that I wasn't budging. And I says, look, I'm, I'll, I will offer to agree to your payment method with your policy if you give me a letter on your letterhead explaining that I've explained to you that you have, uh, you're have you breaching some rules, that you stand by your position, that you're going to stand by your policy and I want you to sign it. I want you to sign it with your name as a manager, as the person that's in, in, in charge here. He says, I want you to sign that piece of paper. And if you do, then great, I'll go and speak to whoever made your policy and I'll have a chat with them. But I need it in writing from you that we've had this discussion and that you're standing by it. He wouldn't agree to do it. I says, okay. I says, we have some rules in this country that legal tender means that you must accept this. So the Bills of, the Bills of Exchange Act in 1882 was a rule that's never been rescinded. It's, a, it's an act that says that, that explains this whole piece. So you brought me a bill, I've agreed to pay it, I've offered you legal tender, and uh, you've refused it. And under the Bills of Exchange Act, that's you've refused the payment, not me. So the guy says, look, if you don't make the payment by card, I'm going to call the police. I says, well, call them, I'll wait. And I watched the, as he was dejected. I says, because I haven't refused payment, I've offered you legal tender, I've explained the, the, the legislation that you've broke, I've explained that your policy might be a policy, but it doesn't actually fit within the rules that we have all agreed by and that you haven't actually said that you'll put this in writing. So I've got, I'm quite happy with my position. And from where I stand, you're the one that's refusing payment because I've offered you in legal tender. And back to the Andrew Tate thing, is people might go, well, you know, why not just, for the hassle, just don't pay by card. Well, what happens when the people that have your currency as in a central bank or a central bank digital currency or any banking institute and they hit bump with a key and stop you being able to transact and then you go to somewhere else where the only way to transact is with that electronic method then they have you have your choice removed this isn't about you know should you do one or the other this is about giving us the choice we should be able to choose what to do and this is the thing that these guys like, uh, you know, central bank, some of the main guys in finance, uh, valuetainment, uh, Patrick Bet David, uh, Richard Werner, Professor Werner, they've all been telling us it for, for long enough. Uh, and I have questions frequently about, you know, what do you think about this? It's what recorded an episode 18 months ago, recorded an interview where we discussed this. The problem with these tools is, is that they seem benign. But later on, they can become a problem. So I guess the overall point that I'm trying to get across to you is, is, is Andrew Tate right? And I think that whether you like it or not, whether you agree with his views on certain things is neither here nor there. That's up to you. He might have some controversial ones. But is he right about the financial piece? I think he's on the money. And the example in Top Golf, where you have these big uh, businesses that are in lockstep with you can only transact with the way that we decide, despite the despite the the rules. Uh, but we've decided that our policy trumps the rules. I'm afraid that's not that's not going to work. And it's about becoming aware of those sort of tricks 
that are out there. And to be mindful of it, you might pay by card. I've certainly paid by card. I don't have a I don't have an issue with with uh, paying by card. What I do have issue with is removing my choice, removing my choice to be able to transact with different methods of payment. And Andrew Tate's piece was on overall that if you have only one way to transact with only one bank, which would be the central bank via the central bank digital currencies, then that means if you pop a tweet out that they don't like or you pop out a, you know, a post that they don't like or even do a podcast like this where you're drawn to the attention that you maybe want to be mindful of this, uh, you, you don't need to play along because there is rules out there. Just because someone says it's a policy, just because someone says they'll phone the police, just because th- you stand your ground, you have the choice and you have the power. So, what does that? Where, where does that fit in terms of how you uh, do these sorts of things when you're working out what you know? Where's the what's coming up next and what to do? Because it, as an investor, that's the that's the whole thing that you get surrounded um, surrounded by, which is what can I currently see? How can I interpret that information that I can see currently? And how can I piece together these puzzle pieces and where is it likely to go? And um, when you when you work out the, the the think tank, the main think tank's World Economic Forum, and uh, it's no it's no secret what they want to get to, and it's no secret that Andrew Tate is very much on the pulse of what they're trying to do, along with some of the big guys. Joe Rogan has spoken about it. Um, Jocko Willink has spoken about it. Jordan Peterson has spoken out about it. Andrew Tate has spoken out about it. Uh, these 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 guys are really really on the pulse of what's going on, and the main thing for you to be mindful of is that these guys aren't sitting there with a tin hat talking nonsense or being controversial or going out trying to say, "Hey, look, let me just get views." N- nothing could be further from the truth. Keep focused on you being able to have the choice. Don't fall into the trap. And when you're doing these uh, little um, investigations, just try and argue both sides. How I would argue this is, is there any issues with central banking? So what's the pros for central banking? Uh, One authority that removes uh, interpretation of the rules. Um, One one. Uh, place that reduces the transaction costs and reduces the amount of staff that's required, uh, lowers the transaction fees, it creates transparency, uh, it means that there's a more efficient way of doing it and uh, it could it could solve a number of problems. What's the other side of that? What's the, well, it's the invasion of privacy because unfortunately with one institute having all the information means that that transparency also removes a, a great deal of privacy. The second thing is is that they, if it's one institute, you don't have a competition of people trying to compete. And uh, some of the t- places that we've seen that is in um, the Soviet Union, where you have no choice; you can only transact with one with one organization, and that is a bit of a problem because where do you go if you don't like it? And uh, when you have one body, it means that they can write the rules. And whether you like them or not, what can you do? And that's the issue that we, we see here with the, the central banking piece, is is that if we are not going to push back 
and we're not going to say, hey, this is enough, then we just leave the door wide open for them to push further rules, uh, further infringements on your privacy, removing the, the, the choices that you have. Uh, can you pay cash? Can you pay by card? And so on. And I mean, even things like, uh, you know, call me call me uh, nostalgic, but imagine, you know, in Scotland we have a tradition where there's a wedding and the married couple throw out uh, coins and the kids all scramble in to, to pick up the pick up the coins and see you know see what they can uh, earn out of the the scramble. Uh, giving kids a you know a birthday card, it's a birthday and you want to stick some money in the card. I thought it was great as a kid growing up. You would open up the card and some money would fall out. You know, giving a tip to somebody that's giving you giving you great service. You know how how would we do these things? You know, it's everything's tracked, everything's logged. Uh, you would need to to fall into line with uh, whatever rules that they set. And bear in mind, the central bank isn't part of the government, so you're talking about an institute that's out with um, normal government rules. So these are some of the issues that I see, and um, a lot of the people ask me about Andrew Tate, and I think reviewing the information that he's put out there, I think that he's he's actually on point, and. Um, Doing little episodes like these is important because uh, I was asked about inflation and what had happened uh, and where I think interest rates are going to go. And around uh, around 18 months ago, I'd done a, an interview where I went over all the things that would happen, all the information that we discussed, all the, the actions that were going to be taken. And you know what, you know what baffles me now? And it, it, it baffles me now that people will ask me now what I was explaining to them 18 months ago, but 18 months ago they weren't interested because, like, hey, everything's rosy. Why bother? You know, you're crazy. What are you talking about? Nothing's going to change. Good times. Yeah. And then 18 months later, they're like, oh, I can't believe this has happened. And I, I had no clue. I'm like, the clues were everywhere. And those same situations, just like we'd seen 18 months ago, those same situations, there is more of them happening now, just like the cash. Hey, look, I'm happy to pay cash. I don't want to use card. I want to use cash. It should be my choice. And we have legal tender. If you want to operate here, conduct business, these are what you should be using. So we want to preempt what is coming. Be aware that we have the choice. Be aware that we have the power to do something about it. And But most of all, don't fall into the trap where you turn around and go, I never knew. Because people out there have been telling you, and even if you love him or hate him, Andrew Tate was right. And that's a wrap on this week's episode of Conversations with an Investor. Find us on all the social media channels. Come and have a look at some of the clips we're uploading every single day. Chapters of this will be on YouTube. Visit the podcast website, cwipodcast.com. Uh, leave comments. We've had some great episodes. We've got some fascinating ones coming soon. So uh, keep tuned in, subscribe to the channel, like and comment below. So if you've got any suggestions, tips, uh, anything that's on your mind, pop them in. We'll take a look. And if it's good, we'll discuss it on the episode. But from me, that's all for this bonus episode. And that's a wrap.